Hey besties, welcome to the Bookish Spice Girls podcast. I'm Anna. I'm Mary Ellie. And I'm Isabel. This is a podcast where we talk about books, spice, and everything nice. Hey besties, welcome back. Um, it is Isabel and Mary Ellie. We are still missing our third musketeer. She is still follic follicky. I'm never going to say this word. Follicles? You know that follicles. How do you say say the word for me? Frolicking? Frolicking. You're going to hear the... (laughs) (laughs) Frolicking. Frolicking. Um, Frolicking through Scotland. I swear to God, I'm going to leave that in just because I can't. I can't handle myself, but I can't say this fucking word. Um, but today we are breaking down a read that we actually both finished and it was, it's all over book talk, by the way. This is the reason why I think that it came to light for me. Mm-hmm. And I think I literally saw one quote come from it and then like everything just blew up from that. I mean, what book talk normally does. And yeah. it is called The Fine Print by Lauren Asher. And it is the Dreamland Billionaire series type thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who doesn't love a good billionaire I love a billionaire. I fucking love him. I I want to. Yeah. (laughs) Where's my billionaire? My husband's not one. That's fine. (laughs) Can we become billionaires somehow? I want to live a billionaire fantasy for sure. The one thing I felt so envious about and like has nothing to do with anything is the fact that they had like a private jet. Like that yes. drop of a dime. You can go anywhere. That's the top thing. If I'm reading a billionaire romance and he does not have access to his private plane or helicopter or something, then this is not a billionaire romance. Are you even how much money? Money, how many how many billions do Are you, you have? Broke? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> is it just one billion? Wow. It's not heirs. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a really great read. So um, this obviously is going to contain some spoilers. Um, it is about a girl who works at a, it's called Dreamland. It's mm-hmm. a theme park. You know, her family's worked there for years. And um, Rowan and Zahara, those are the two main characters. That's where we follow their point of view is all that. It starts off with um, the grandfather's funeral. He laid out plans for the three grandsons. They have to, you know, each one of them has like a to-do list. Mm -hmm. And the one that we follow is Rowan. And he has to go to Dreamland, which is a theme park. He has to become the director, you know, make it. He thought in his head he had to make it bigger and better. And, you know, all this stuff. Obviously, there was more things he learned. He became, he was this cold person, no Mm -hmm. emotions, no feelings, didn't care. And then, obviously, as the book progresses, he progresses as a character, more becoming less cold, and falls in love with Sahara. There's obviously ups and downs. This is, like, the shortest rendition mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. Yeah. But there's ups and downs. There's a couple sex scenes in there, and he ends up staying and becoming the director. And I think that in the epilogue, they end up getting married, and she's pregnant. I overall it was I think it was really great just lovey-dovey I felt very like good vibes from it of just Mm -hmm. being like a cutesy type story Mm -hmm. and it definitely gave me like a rom-com vibe and Mm -hmm. I think I was texting you and Mm -hmm. I was just like I can totally see this being like a Hallmark movie or something like that. It could be for sure it's the because it's the cold billionaire who's like kind of detached he's like from reality where he's just like I live in my you know big sky rise building and I don't care about the little people and then you got the little people <laughs> in the girl who's like hey you should care more about people and like what they're going through and they're you know and stuff like that and she's like it's like grumpy sunshine I guess mm-hmm. and um she's the one that teaches him like 
to it, it gave me i wrote this down in my notes it gave me scrooge vibes okay you know what i mean yeah. like he's scrooge yeah. and he's like kind of just treating everybody like shit he's just like you know i don't care about this this and this and then you know it takes this person to kind of show him and now he's just like oh yeah maybe maybe you do deserve a bonus maybe i will do this for maybe you. i should help you with healthcare. yeah like <laughs> maybe maybe i've been wrong my whole life i don't know and so yeah it was i could see that as a hallmark because it's like yeah he's the business person here comes this little sunshine character and they come together and change you know she changes him or whatever so yeah i think that uh, that would be a good show oh yeah no i would definitely watch it i definitely would because i mean i who's this not a sucker for a rom-com and like one of my favorite scenes i think in there was when um when the martha the assistant oh mm-hmm. and um she's like trying to carry this like large box and like he like waited for her to like open the door and then he like in the point of his mind he's just like you know oh well i guess i should help her she's old and feeble or something she said something like that and i was just like yeah yeah i i would i would think i mean she was your grandfather's assistant and was yeah. there for years yeah. but i like that part like those small little parts just like made me think i was just like okay yeah he's like a cold person he mm-hmm. obviously doesn't know what emotions is mm-hmm. and like zahara zahara is someone who so happy-go-lucky and mm-hmm. i think i was telling you though too i have a fr- she reminded me of my one of my close friends mm-hmm. she like had to grow up a lot sooner than others and like went through some things i'm not going to air out her laundry but she's just such this happy bubbly and like optimistic person and she literally can just like she literally oozes out rainbows and sunshines mm-hmm. the opposite of me and so like i guess that's like our yin and yang like that's how we were like able to like be together because mm-hmm. i don't ooze out rainbows and sh- sunshine are you the cold businessman yeah i am you know what at this point if i have a pirate jet i won't be the cold businessman. no but and i think there was another scene where she started laughing because they went bowling mm-hmm. and um she had asked him like where did you learn to bowl like that or something like that and he's just like oh nonchalantly said varsity i was on the varsity bowling team and mm-hmm. she just busted out laughing mm-hmm. and like he got offended by that yeah but i mean like again i guess because he's so disconnected from like the little people mm-hmm. my high school never offered a bowling team no we didn't have bowling teams i mean i think bowling teams i know that there are bowling teams i think i thought they were outside of schools that, that's why when he did say varsity i was like like varsity football like because you think of school right and they did mention like a letterman jacket and mm-hmm. stuff and i was just like you can just tell yeah there, there's the age gap or the the little you know our class gap i guess the tax bracket bracket yeah. <laughs> does it i don't live in that tax bracket yeah um and i just i thought that was like it was it was funny because it was just like yeah that's how out of touch of reality he was just because mm-hmm. there's no nonchalantly yeah i was on varsity yeah bowling team and I was just like, yeah, my, my school didn't offer that. No. We had the basics. Um, I think maybe we had a chess club. We had maybe kickball. <laughs> That's when we were good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we actually got to play kickball. Like, that was our highlight. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so overall, I mean, how many other billionaire romances have you? I mean, I've read quite a few. Um, It's been a while since I've read them. I feel like back in my earlier years, like, of, like, finding the indie world, I knew, like, I knew more, more, maybe more were just coming out, or I just was getting wind of them, and I loved those. I loved the billionaire. Obviously, Fifty Shades of Grey, he's a billionaire. He has a helicopter again, (laughs) and he's into BDSM. (laughs) What? Check, check, check. Okay, that was that. There you go. That was my shopping list. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then there was um, 
there's an author. Her name is Rain Miller. Uh, she had some, or at least one, it was a series. And I'm going to have to look into these titles. And I'll let you guys know on Instagram because I should probably revisit them. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Um, there was like, yeah, there was a handful. I read the one that I can remember that was probably most recent i think he was a billionaire oh no maybe he wasn't it was the cityscape affair series okay if he wasn't a billionaire he was pretty wealthy but that was um i mean obviously because it's in the title this affair there's uh, <laughs> there's some cheating going on if that's not your jam don't read that mm-hmm. i like it though i like the drama and the angst and the right like and, and the thing is, and I think it's an older book, but I read it recently and it, and it was a throwback to what I felt, what I felt like older romances were. And it just gave me this like nostalgia. And I was like, this is so good. Like I hadn't read something like that in so long. So I would check that out if you're okay with cheating. <laughs> if that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the last billionaire romance, I can't even, I can't even fucking remember. I think it was Kindle and like you get your recommendations mm-hmm. and like I was just on a roll of just disgusting smut spice. <laughs> like I was just like, my brain was just going like, give me the dirtiest. And sometimes we need that. Yeah. And I was going through a moment where I just needed the dirtiest, the most raunchiest, the most, you <laughs> name it. I was like, that's it. Okay. Dark. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Sign <laughs> me up. And so I remember reading it and it was a, a Okay, in a sex club. Mm-hmm. We just can't get away from the sex no, club we shit. <laughs> but he, it was like a sex club for billionaires. And it was just like, well, not just billionaires, but it was a sex club for rich people. And the guy himself, the main character, was a billionaire. And like, I loved everything about it. It was like a really short read, but like, it was filled to the brim of what I needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sex was very kinky. And so I can't remember. I have to go back. Obviously, I use my phone to fucking record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have to go back and like, I'll give that recommendation. But I just, I, that's like my favorite type of billionaire. Like, especially, like, you know, again, Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Like, Christian Grey, mm-hmm. he's not only the cover in the face, but behind doors, he is freaky deaky. Yeah. And like, that's the shit that I... I dig that shit. I mean, oh my God. It's like, I just got excited thinking about it, honestly. Because it is. It's so dope. Is that hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, because you have this billionaire and they're businessmen, right? So mm-hmm. they're all business. And the suits. In the streets. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens in the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I was like, you know, with Christian Grey, he's like, he's got the suit on. He's like clean cut. And he's just out there doing business, right? right. Like, you're like, oh yeah. But like, when you're the girl that's with him, you're like, looking at him like "Mm -mm -mm." i know how he gets down in the room though and i feel like that's so fun it's like where it seems like two totally different people yeah he's very together very clean cut and whatever and it's like and then in the room he's just like freaky deaky pulling out the toys you know and saying all this like nasty shit and you're like oh Keep saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking. It's like me. it's like one of those things where they say, like, get a guy who can do both. Yes. That it, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's what I want. the definition. Yeah. It's, I'm not asking for a lot. That's like, it. Really? I mean, like, my list is very short. <laughs> Billionaire, check. BDSM, check. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't be that difficult. Honestly. Like, I don't understand. But, like, isn't it funny, though? And, like, I felt like, I mean, every book that I read, I come across, like, it's great. Like, when we read The Fine Print, I thought it was so cute. I thought it was really great. And I just find it so funny. I don't know if this is like a common thing, but like they're always two opposite people. Like if when you listen, when we just talked about Fifty Shades of Grey, and we I think we were talking about this, the guy is always like 
clean cut or like he's just business and he's just emotions are like pushed aside and just like he is just straightforward, narrow, like very mm-hmm. blunt. Yeah. And then the girl is always someone who's like lived life, mm-hmm. happy, you know, experience what she needs to experience. Mm-hmm. And she's just a very like, you know, let's live day by day type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And how they always like end up being clumsy and falling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's always funny because it's just like, oh yeah, there she, she fell. Yeah, she fell again. She's on the street. Yep. Pick Let's, her up. Let's uh, go be the knight in shining armor. <laughs> but like, I think it's always cute and fun. Like that's just, I get, because you want like that counterbalance mm-hmm. and you want that big, strong, mean, like whatever. And we want to break the mold and break his, right. like, you There know, has to be a character growth. Yes. And sometimes it's the other character that allows the one to, to grow. Some, and sometimes it's both. Like, they each kind of offer something that the other person needs. Right. Um, but, yeah, in, in, in Christian Gray's case, he was very, like, rule book. Like, here are my rules. Here's this fucking contract. Here's this. And she's kind of like, I want, I want romance and I want flowers and all this. And he's specifically saying, I'll like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, I am not the, f- the flowers and romance guy. As he shows up. And like, did you sign the contract? No. And then he just keeps showing up. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't sign the contract either. I know you keep, you obviously want me. Yeah, I know. Right. You keep showing up to my house. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I love that. And I love that that type of, because I've come, that's usually how billionaire romance is from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Usually always showcase like there's this, you know, the girl who kind of like helps the guy and mm-hmm. like helps break that mold. And, you know, I really want to come across a strong female billionaire i was about to say i was like we need the the reverse where is the female billionaire like a dom female who just like she's the owner she's the fucking millionaire and she's cold yeah and And where's your sunshine guy yeah Yeah. i mean i I will say the the movie the proposal is just like that that's true i mean i will i mean i don't know if she's a billionaire i mean the, the assistant he was obviously he, the Alaskan town was like his last name. Like they owned everything. He was rich. Yeah, and he was like secret rich. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and so like I get that in the movie, but I really just want to read just a badass woman who's just like she suits or whatever she wants to wear, designer stuff. She's walking in, everyone stands, everyone's silence when she's walking in. She's just cutthroat, mm-hmm. and like I I think that like I want to read something like that. Oh, my God, this is such a good idea because in that case, it's very different than when men are the billionaires in, in, in charge or whatever. But, like, with her, you know that most men would be intimidated. Yes. And that's probably going to be her problem is, mm-hmm. like, she, she comes across men who are intimidated by her power, by her money, by her status. And then some guy will break through where he's just like, I don't care about that. And he's just this happy-go-lucky guy who's willing to keep Keep giving it a shot, even though she yeah, might shut trying. him down. <laughs> she might be like, nope, not, I'm not interested. Not and he's today. like, nope, I'm going to keep on. I'm going to break you down. <laughs> and I think that would be a lot of fun. I also want to see, like, you know how sometimes in the billionaire romances, they, the guy is just so open at the fact that, you know, he has, like, call girls and he can call mm-hmm. and get, you know, you know, serviced mm-hmm. whenever he wants. And yeah. Like, you know, it takes one quick speed dial and there's someone at his door stripping down walking in like a trench coat or whatever yeah like i want that for a female too like i want a girl like a woman to come across and be like yeah i have my men on speed dial and like when i feel like i need to get off 
then yeah, because like I don't want to come across like because this is what I'm nervous about is mm-hmm. coming across like a book where sometimes like the female if she's in like a power position she doesn't have time to have sex she doesn't have those types of mm-hmm. needs like she and that's like completely not the case right. I can tell you right now if a billionaire or not this girl this woman right here Mary Ellie <laughs> she has her fucking needs and there you're needs. gonna make time and the, yeah I want you know the woman to be calling and like she's in a boardroom office and she's just like oh you know what feeling something gonna give my uh one of them on my list a call and like meet me in my office like, i'm like all right i have scenes in my head that are growing because like how amazing where because first of all in that job you're stressed out yeah you got a lot of work you got a lot of responsibility you're ahead of a company of course you want to have sex to have that release so that's going to be a priority mm-hmm. regardless of your workload you need to get off mm-hmm. simple she's in a fucking meeting she's stressed out during the meeting she's sending a fucking text message to somebody <laughs> and she leaves that meeting and goes and gets off that's perfect just uh, or even just like you know and like the last book that we read emerson mm-hmm. and you know she's going down on him sucking him off and like he's on he's like on a zoom, zoom. call yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. i want that for a female i want her to be like in her chair, getting yeah. eaten out by the Some, guy. Yeah, somebody could be down there. Yeah, and like, you know, going to town. I like, I feel like I, we don't get that many like that. And like, sure. obviously, it's just, you know, it is the genre. Romance is really, like you said before, mm-hmm. it's male, like male dominated. Mm-hmm. And that's like, because that's just what some women or just in general, the population want to read. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But then like, there's us. Yeah. and like i want to come across a strong female lead and i know that we talked before fantasy really has that right yeah but i want it in the stuff that i enjoy like Mm -hmm. contemporary and i want her to be the fucking head of a company and Mm -hmm. i want her to have everything that you come across a guy having and she has to be the one to break down and like she has to be the one to be like you know People shake at their knees when she walks into a room because she's so intimidating. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think, you know, as much as I know sometimes people play it on, like, oh, like, female shit or something like that. And, Mm -hmm. like, they can say some sexist things. But, like, in a book, I feel like it would just be so, like, it would hit all the spots for me. And I'm just, like, I want to see that and come across that. For sure. But yeah, I think um, I think there has to be more than us. There has to be other people who want the same type of stuff. I think we say this all the time. There is. We like come across and I love it so much that people are like interacting with us mm -hmm. and like knowing that we're not we're not alone. Yeah. (laughs) Please let us know if you also want this, because then, you know, maybe we can just put out some feelers, see if see if it exists. and We just don't know Mm -hmm. or get more people to write this type of stuff so that we can read them and talk about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, everyone loves, I mean, not everyone, but a majority loves a good, I mean, come on, you're rich, you know what you're doing in bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, again, a small checklist. Yeah. It's not that much. It's not hard, people. And I did, I did love some of the, like, this book definitely had the, your mind, say your mind, and like, oh, that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite, you know. The possessive, yes. like, yeah. Possess me. <laughs> Tell me I'm only I'm yours. yours. Yes. I am nobody else's. But in reality, like, I'm like, okay, are we going to, like, share? <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun to say. Yeah. In reality, though, like. Uh, now we're out of that moment. So. <laughs> new moment. Are we ready to bring in somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to watch? <laughs> Mood's different. Um, <laughs> Sensing I'm feeling voyeurism. Yeah. Down. <laughs> 
that's that's but then again there we go that's mary ellie's mindset you know whatever yeah i just like why can't i just live in different book tropes and themes like i can go from billionaire go to the bdsm club with voyeurism and threesomes and you know i, I just want to be able to i just want that perfect book life mm-hmm. but unfortunately i'm in reality I'm yeah i want my here. book life to be reality yeah I saw somebody um, commented on one of our, I think, I don't know if it was like a video that we posted or something, mm-hmm. and said that she just read a book that the the character in the book or something had brought book characters to life. So she was able to like be with the characters of the book she was reading or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find that comment and like f- figure out what book that was. But that's basically what I want to do. I want to bring these characters to life and like, let's just have some fun. Yeah. Could you imagine like <clears throat> fill this room with a collection of these guys we're talking about? I literally wouldn't know what to do. I think I would immediately <laughs> knees. I'm over. <laughs> I would be on my knees. Like, <laughs> Sir? Yes? Okay. You want quiet. Got it. My mouth is open. Hands on my back. <laughs> Feminism out the door. It is on my knees. I literally wouldn't know what to do. My so, life would be complete. I would die happy. Yeah. yeah I would, sure. especially like the one, I know I keep referencing it, but like the characters from uh, Den of Vipers, mm-hmm. if they can't, it's specifically two characters. I don't care about the other ones. <laughs> specifically two characters. Yeah. And that is Diesel. Mm-hmm. And that is Kenzo. Mm-hmm. And then... If they just showed up, I wouldn't know what to do. I did, I talk all this shit, and I'm like, I'm so confident in this. And if they showed up, I would literally feel, like, shaking in my boots. Like, like can you imagine them coming down your stairs, and you're just like, oh. What oh, is I? this what instantly wet feels like? <laughs> Maybe it is a real thing. <laughs> I finally am experiencing. No. I would literally lose. I would lose my mind. I wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I honestly wouldn't know what to say. I think I would stammer, like, you know, stumble over mm-hmm. my words and just been like, Daddy? Yes. Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Daddy? Daddy? No? So, no? Okay. <laughs> I think, I mean, and it's true. And it, what's funny is because, like, in your head, you always think this is the type of person I'm going to be. If I was in this situation, I'm going to be bold and confident. Like, I'm super, you know, I'm sexual and, like, I'm definitely down to try anything. Let's do this. Like, you walk in, I'm like, yes, I'm down to do it. And then you get these fucking guys that you're thinking about coming in the room and you're going to be, like, giddy and laughing and nervous. And you're going to be like, um, so. So childlike. Um, what do I, what do you want to do? What? Oh, my. You want me to do what? <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm blushing. Yeah, I'm, I'm all of a sudden shy. Yeah. Why? Like, I talk, like, talking mad shit. Like, have you ever, like, when you were a teenager or something? Yeah. And you're talking, like, crazy game on, like, text or online. And you're, like, flirting. You're, like, yeah, I would do this. I'm going to do this. Of course I would do this. And then, like, the time you're, comes. You're face to face. And you're, like, uh, I don't uh, know who that person was. That was, um, that was the Saturday, Mary Ellie. Today? I'm a different person. I'm the weekday. Yeah. So what did I say? <laughs> No, we're we're two different people. Yeah. I don't think I said, but we were going to do that. Um, that was, I've done that. I've yeah. totally hyped up, especially in high school. I remember hyping up like I wasn't a virgin. <laughs> and this is like, I totally was. And I was just like, I felt like I knew a lot because I, I was very, like, I watched porn just like a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, so I would watch porn. I would think, yeah, I can totally do this. And like, I remember coming across a guy and he was like totally down and like I was hyping my shit up. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I got mad skills of just, you know, like I can give head good. I can like, you know, whatever. And yeah. then like, I remember staring at it and it was a lot larger than I expected. 
I remember sitting on, I think, where the fuck? Oh, we were on in his bed. <laughs> you know, those times when the parents are out of town. Uh-huh. And um, I went over and I remember him like pulling it down, his pants down. And I was staring at his dick and I was just like, that's supposed to go where? In my mouth? <laughs> Listen, no. I don't even have a popsicle that big. So. <laughs> and I like, I remember I was so intimidated and I was shaking and mm-hmm. like my palms are sweaty. And I was just like. I wanted to be cool because he was cool. And, you know, it's this, like, mm-hmm. whole identity crisis of, like, you're trying to fit in. Yeah. And, like, obviously, this is my story. I do not recommend people doing this. You do not need to fit in with anybody. Do not change who you are. If you yeah. want to experience fun things, please do so. There's my little. <laughs> yes, we were all dumb kids. Yeah. Just only do what you are okay with and feel safe yes. doing. Please do not. Do not do something you're intimidated with. Yeah. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. Like, if you want to do what I'm yeah. saying, but if you're in your mind not wanting to do it, don't do it. That's my little, you know, caution, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call that. Uh, trigger warnings. But that's, I remember sitting there and was just like, I have to act like I know what I'm doing. I mean, I did. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. But like, I'm saying like, <laughs> I did what I needed to do with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, he got off. Yeah. But I mean, it's like you're in high school. And like, like, of course, I'm gonna know. <laughs> I forget that. Like, I don't know why I was sitting there so intimidated. I remember the first time. Well, like, I think it was like the first time that I saw with my eyeballs a penis. <laughs> and like, I was young, you know, and so... You think you, I don't even know. I think in my head, it's, even in my memories, I'm scarred. I feel like I made it to be this probably bigger, worse thing than it was. But I remember in the moment when I saw it, I was just like, like you, I felt like I was frozen. And I was just like, why is it so long? Like, I thought it was like a snake. Like, I was like, it's, what is, what? This is normal? And this I don't. what a dick looks like. like I was like, I'm confused (laughs) and like and like I don't know if it was actually like this massive thing that I had in my head but Mm -hmm. you know you're a kid it's your first time seeing it everything's big and I was just like this is like makes no sense how big it is probably if I were to see the same one now I'd probably be like oh that's probably average right I don't know right but at the time I was like terrified I was like um so no um (laughs) I've changed my mind. mind. Are we, are we done? <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> are we done? I saw it. Okay. We're, this is all we had to do, right? And yeah. uh, so, uh, what time is it? I think my mom's waiting is my for mom me. calling? <laughs> I totally get that. I remember that. I remember seeing my first, I remember seeing, I, he was not my first penis because, I mean, you <laughs> I was not a bad child, by the way, but I remember getting like my first like dick pic mm-hmm. and that was like such a thing. Like I thought I was so grossed out by that. I still am to this day. Like yeah. I, I'm not down for that. Maybe. No. Well, like me and my husband will sexter and like, you know, send each other pictures. But I remember when I was like single or whatever, I wasn't into that. I really didn't need to see your penis. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if we're in it and like we're in that moment and I'm horny and like, we're, yeah, of course I'm going to see it. Obviously yeah. I want to write it, but <laughs> I remember getting them in high school and I was just like, so like when you would open it up, you're not mentally prepared. My 16 year old self was not mentally prepared to open up and like they come in different sizes. They are different <laughs> colors. They are very differently shaped. Yeah. And some of them are cut. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not mm-hmm. circumcised. So like I even that was just so shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And like I did a lot of growing. Yeah. Porn lied to me. Yeah, it does. I will say that right now. Yeah. It did not prepare me for real life stuff because in the porns, they were all one size, like oh, not one size, but they were like all like I felt like straight cut and 
shaved. Yeah. And like just, just there was wax down yeah. there. Like there was no hair. So when I remember seeing one with hair and I was just like, <gasps> you guys get that down there? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of hair. <laughs> when you like do like those stupid TikToks where you're just like the younger self to the new, like older self, mm-hmm. I would be patting her on the back saying, it's okay. Yeah. You're going to go through them. Yeah. You're going to see them all. And it's fine. Just, just get through the moments. Like that, though, that one, I think traumatized me a little bit. And I like swore off like, you know, because I remember that was the first time I ever gave a blowjob. Mm-hmm. And so like when I give blowjobs. <laughs> Let's get deep. Let's get personal. <laughs> oh, my husband's going to love me. And when I give blowjobs now, I love when a guy takes control. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that, you know, when they grip the back of my head and like they take in that dominance, that's I enjoy that. Yeah. I love like that type of roughness, I guess mm-hmm. I should say. That's my go-to <laughs> when I give my significant other a blowjob and mm-hmm. he knows it. Yeah. He loves it, obviously. Yeah. I haven't heard any complaints. So, <laughs> you I probably mean, won't. Yeah. Now you guys got a little bit more of Mary <laughs> I swear to God, I like it. You guys are going to know a lot about us by the time we get through like just a few more episodes. I know, right? At this what point, else is there to tell at this I'm point? I'm going to give you a tour. <laughs> yeah. Of, like, do you want to watch? You got to get that OnlyFans. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, if we can't talk about it, then this podcast is meant for nothing. But yeah. like, I just, that's how I give blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> to sum up, that's how I suck a dick. <laughs> get some bananas you know i actually had a friend she was a stripper Uh she actually taught me really great techniques because i like i wanted to learn i was like with someone for a very long time and so we kind of grew and then like you know i had my moments of being single after that after Mm -hmm. you know we parted ways and in between that she actually taught me how to really give i was so uncomfortable by the way because i was not who i am right today Uh and so she brought out a dildo and I was just like, I remember sitting there so uncomfortable looking at this and I was just like, that's real? You have a toy sitting right in front of me. It looks like a penis. What's it's happening? It's so big. It's brown. <laughs> and I remember just sitting there and like, she's just like going on nonchalantly like it's nothing. And she's like, oh yeah, I have so many. And like she, I, kudos to her. Because she really helped me open up my sexualities and just diving into different kinks and finding out that I actually enjoy different things. And she's really, I owe that all to her because like she helped me open like a door that was sealed, shut, locked, tape, whatever, because I just didn't, I felt so uncomfortable because I was just like, this is so taboo. Like I can't have a toy. I was just so very... Even though I watched porn, but mm-hmm. I watched porn in secret. Yeah. Like, I was afraid to tell, like, my partner at that time. I couldn't tell him because I was just, like, you know, it was so, like, for me, it felt like I was doing something wrong. Right. And that's, I mean, that's typical of, like, what how society thinks of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I understand that there are a lot of people who don't want porn to be watched in their relationship, mm-hmm. and that's their own rules and their comfortabil- comfortability, but, like, I think that that's a normal thing is that a lot of people are somehow told even like subconsciously or taught where it's just like if you're watching porn that it's like dirty, gross and you're weird and that that's not normal when sex is 
pretty normal for most people you know what i mean and like you should be able to just watch porn and not be judged or like labeled a sicko Mm -hmm. so i think but i think that is normal where people are like i don't want to admit that i watch porn like they they feel like it's such a dirty like comparison and it's nothing of that sort and i like even with my partner he like i think i remember i obviously know what he does when he's in the bathroom for a long period of time (laughs) and like i remember one time (laughs) I, like, knocked on the door because, like, I wanted him to try the new toy that I got him. Uh-huh. So I was just like, hey, knock, knock, knock. And, like, I remember passing it to him. And he's just like, are you serious? And I was just like, well, if you're doing it, like, I want you to try it and let me know. Like, I, everyone needs their own time. And he's, he's just, like, I thought I was being slick. <laughs> and I was just like, you just got to give me a review and see if we like it or yeah. not. And so, like, that's just, you know, we're very open to the fact. And, like, he knows that, like when he's like on a trip or something and like I have the house to myself and mm-hmm. literally he knows what I'm doing. Yeah. I, my toys are out. Yeah. I'm enjoying my lone time. <laughs> like everyone, it's just, porn is just so natural. You yeah. should like, you don't have to feel dirty, but I guess I was a product of the people that I was surrounding myself yeah. with. And like my friends would like say things and it was just like, and there's the sense of just like, Oh, like, you know, strippers and, this and like sex and like we don't need to talk about that and like you know whatever happens in your room it just felt like all those topics were just such like bad taboo topics yeah and it totally made me feel like even deep down I knew that I enjoyed these things yeah and like I even went to like a strip club and like I enjoyed it it was so much fun and so that was that turning point for me where I was just like maybe it's the people that I'm around that's like I need to find a new set of group of friends yeah and that's just like growing up I guess I was very young now I'm so happy where I'm at Mm -hmm. now and like these aren't taboo subjects yeah you know obviously I'm literally found you yeah and like (laughs) and you know Anna and Mm -hmm. so like you know these types of conversations are so fluid and so normal to have and I feel like we say this all the time but they're not taboo they're not uncommon the feelings the urges the whatever you're feeling Mm -hmm. you know they're normal yeah, I loved uh, I love strip clubs. <laughs> we but I had the same kind of situation like me and my husband when uh, when we were in Alaska, um, we went to strip clubs a lot. We had like a big group of friends and that was just kind of one of the places that we would go out mm-hmm. to like if that was like, hey, you want to go out? I'm like, we're going to go hit up the strip club. And that's where you go, you drink, you have a booth, you, you know, you had a good time. We always had a lot of fun at strip clubs. There was like two there that we would go to. Always had a lot of fun. And it never felt like it was anything weird or whatever because we were all like, we're, we're just going to go have a good time. But I remember coming across like a couple of people who later were like, oh, yeah, well, we went to the strip club and they kind of look at you like you went to the strip club. Are and I was okay? like, yeah, and like with your husband. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I like basically like like I couldn't like I wouldn't do that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, OK, so I, I can see where some people are like, that's weird. But we had just, we were lucky that we had met so many people who were totally like on board. And that was just one of the stops that we would kind of go to whenever we were going to have a night out. And I thought that was really fun. I had a friend, I met a stripper there who was like really cool. Like I loved her. I think she like took my number and she like invited us to go to her house for like a barbecue. But yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people do think that that it is like a taboo thing. But overall, I guess to like sum up this episode Mm -hmm. is just really like the one thing to take away is just like surround yourself with people that are encouraging and help you be a better you, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, don't be around people who may, I mean, you can be, I mean, everyone can have friends or family members. Obviously it's normal to have like, 
you know, different types of point of views and different Mm -hmm. opinions. And like, those are all great. But surround yourself with people that just want the best for you and what makes you happy. Yeah. And like, be encouraging, I guess. And that's kind of it. It's like, I don't want to be around people who make me feel like shit for anything that I enjoy. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, so basically just kind of make sure your friends and the people closest to you just are good people that make you feel good right we are your people like we always say yeah talk to us you know we're very open and we literally one dm away yeah we are always here but yes thank you so much for tuning in to this episode i really hope that you take away you know just surround yourself with a positive environment I guess. And try to find a billionaire. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, if you do, if he has a brother. <laughs> yeah. Again, at Mary Ellie Reads. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, I am right here. <laughs> Don't worry, my husband, he wouldn't mind. <laughs> we'll give him like, a payment. Yeah. I'll send him monthly checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Bookish Spice Girls so you won't miss out on what your favorite podcasters are up to.